I'm Ty Cooper, VP of Policy and Communications. Welcome to eConversations, the NJEDA podcast. I'm here today with Christina Fuentes, Director of Small Business Services at EDA, to discuss the ways that our organization supports small businesses at all stages of their life cycle, from startups to established businesses. Um, as you know, this is one of the four pillars of Governor Murphy's plan for building a stronger, fairer New Jersey economy, and also ensuring that government works better for businesses. A key aspect of his plan is providing more resources and opportunities for small businesses to start and grow in the Garden State. So I have to say, I have seen this woman in action, and she is dynamic. So Ms. Christina Fuentes, talk to us about NJEDA's programs for small businesses. And also, just highlight, this is a new division just created this year. So. Yeah, so um, our focus of small business services is really to facilitate the relationships between the small business owners, entrepreneurs, and anyone who's thinking about starting a business to the resources that are available to them throughout the state. Uh, we found that a lot of people weren't aware of the resources that were available, like the small business development centers and um, other specific loan products that are offered and CDFIs, which are community development finance institutions. So what we do on our half is basically just introducing and facilitating those relationships and making sure the proper follow-up is done and our workshops are really where that So this actually happens in government. I think one of the things with small business owners is that they don't realize that there's so many resources that we have at EDA, at the state. And one thing I do want to quickly pivot to, because I think it's an important part of your narrative, the work that you've done at EDA, is why this is so important. You told me before that your parents we're small business owners, so there's like a personal connection to this work for you as well. Yeah, so a lot of where my passion comes from is because I've seen it um, firsthand how committed these small business owners truly are to their business. And they get so wrapped up into what they're doing on a daily basis that they don't really have the time to research everything and to go on the website to learn about the resources, to make sure that they have an appointment and to follow through with everything. So that's really the whole reason the workshops work so best for everybody because it brings that person to them so there's a face-to-face -face interaction. So you mentioned workshops. So that's something that a lot of people don't know about. Can you just walk us through that? Is it something new that the organization is doing or? Yeah, so it's part of, you know, when I was started creating uh, this unit and standing up the department myself. From scratch. Yeah, I had to <laughs> learn about all these resources myself so I would go online I would look up I would try to find out all the resources and basically doing all this research I found how sometimes it's so convoluted and it's a bit vague and you're kind of just put out there you have appointments that you're waiting for responses for from the Small Business Development Center so we felt like connecting everyone to those resources and the workshops basically bring you know we have typically about 12 to 13 resource partners from SBA to the Small Business Development Centers to geographically specific CDFIs. Um, it could be taxation as well. And they just highlight specific things that they should walk through as a small business owner if you're even thinking about starting or if you've already started. So from start to finish, in person, so not something online, even though online is great, but this is in person, touching people where they are, visiting all the counties throughout the state. Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, That's awesome. And our focus cities. I mean, so we're going to basically take this statewide. So we've been um, finding out that, you know, it's really something that people are liking and enjoying. And um, we're going to offer them more, you know, this in 2019, we offered them during the day. Now we're going to look to offering them at night in 2020. Um, so That's we can make huge. sure we hit everybody because we understand people are busy. Um, and, yeah, really expanding all throughout the state. 
That's awesome. So you're taking your show on the road. I like it. I like it. Um, but even just pointing out the fact that for so many small business owners, especially those that are getting their foot in the door, a lot of them still have full-time jobs. So the fact that you guys are looking so far ahead to recognize that you're going to have to have night sessions, I think is incredible. So again, for a new division to recognize where there's gaps and immediately start filling them, that's kudos to you. That's awesome. Um, another thing, so many small businesses struggle with accessing the capital they need to get started or to expand. What kind of programs do we have at EDA that really address these specific challenges? So we have um, financing programs here at EDA that are typically geared to someone who's been in business already for at least a year. So that would be the small business fund where they could have access to capital uh, to support working capital or to purchase uh, property maybe, depending on what their needs are. Um, we also have a premier lender program where you can partner up with your banks, and um, we would typically, you know, help support that loan through a guarantee, and, you know, it helps leverage the down payments. So someone could come in with a reduced down payment because the bank is willing, knowing that we're supporting the deal, and so the bank would go first, we would come in second or in the lean position, and it helps kind of leverage that down payment in certain cases. Can um, you talk about the access program, too? I think that's a really dynamic new program that was started. Um, and, and something I think we should touch base on a little bit. Yeah, so the access program is, was essentially created to help leverage deals as well for um, the banks. So typically, you know, it, the flexibility sometimes isn't always there, um, especially when we're talking about a real estate deal. So this way a bank could, you know, look at a long-term, you know, typically like 30-year uh, during a real, real estate transaction versus um, – you know, something that would be more short-term. So this helps kind of leverage um, small business owners to have just a different kind of source uh, of funding. Uh, EDA set up $15 million for s these specific loans, and um, we're helping to just basically utilize them for small business owners. And so, again, the key point of this is that it's providing access to capital that previously didn't exist or was harder for small businesses to get, which I think is a huge pivot for us um, in the States. So I think that's excellent. Another challenge, surprise, surprise, in the state of New Jersey is finding affordable space. What resources are available for businesses having trouble finding appropriate space with, most importantly, affordable rent in New Jersey? So um, part of ways that EDA was looking to help uh, revitalize these downtowns in some distressed cities, um, you know, we created an incentive called the Small Business Lease Assistance Program. What's the acronym for that? I think it's like the craziest. SWAT. Yeah. <laughs> SWAP or something like that. Um so, yeah, and what that does, it's, um, it's actually a grant, and um, it has to be new space. We incentivize up to 500 to 5,000 square feet. Uh, if you have a space that's over 5,000, you're still eligible. It's just we incentivize only up to 5,000. And what happens is uh, they basically get reimbursed 15% of their lease payments for two years after they've made them. So for that first year, they would make all their lease payments, and then they come back to EDA, and we cut them a check for 15% of those. And that's to really help support, you know, if they need to maybe purchase a deep freezer or kind of, you know, any kind of new infrastructure that they would need or maybe potentially hire someone. Um, it's just to really help a small business kind of grow and expand. And then just on that note, so how are you identifying the type of solutions for business owners? Are you out there in these communities reaching out to the business owners? Because this is a lot of stuff for a new division to do. So what type of outreach are you guys doing? I know you have deep roots within these communities already. Um, yeah, I mean, so I've worked in the uh, Garden State Growth Zones for um, the all four years that I've been here at EDA. Um, and, you know, at that time it was uh, Patterson, Passaic, Trenton, Camden, Atlantic City. 
So it was very much boots on the ground, talking to businesses. Um, at that time, it was more incentive focused, but I really helped the municipalities learn about yeah. the incentives that were available. And through that, I was able to talk to a lot of people to really address like how what would their needs are and you know although incentives are great um, for bigger corporations you know the smaller companies that are the true mom and pop shops they don't really qualify for those right. because it's su such a capital investment they have to put out there so part of this was to really help attract new businesses um, and that's where you know I wanted the incentives that were really going to help these downtown areas too uh, to create more vibrant, walkable downtowns. And because some of these cities, they're so historically beautiful That's and right. they're just sitting vacant and it's hard to understand why. So we're, we're trying to help change that on the local level. That's awesome. Um, so we also know that a key to long-term growth in New Jersey is supporting and growing our innovation economy. How does EDA support small businesses and startups in that sector? So we do have our NJ Ignite program, which is administered through our TLS group. Um, this program is... Technology Life Sciences? Yeah. Ah, I'm finally <laughs> getting everything. There you go. <laughs> so. Um, and so this would be specifically for our tech and life science companies in the state as well. Um, so it's a grant that would help cover a piece of their rent, and it helps us support um, co-working space that, you know, sometime may have a hard time really getting started and finding these tenants and so this incentive is really to help spark that. That's awesome. So a couple other new initiatives that are coming down or are happening right now. One is the new CDFI initiative which I think is a true game changer and the second one is micro loans for micro businesses. Can you give us feedback on both of these programs? Yeah so the CDFI initiative was um, it's called our loan to lenders aspect and what EDA has done is we've essentially allowed these CDFIs to apply for up to 1.5 million to offer uh, more flexible and um, lenient terms for small business owners. So we're enabling the CDFIs to be able to have access to capital at a cheaper um, rate so then that way they can offer it to more small business owners hopefully at a cheaper rate as well to help kind of encourage this whole economy. That's excellent. Um, and then uh, another part of that is we're allowing them to also participate as premier lenders too. So we'll support their loans with guarantees and you know typically like we do with our pre premier lender program where they're banks. Um, and then our newest program, which we do I'm a very drum excited roll for this about, <laughs> um, is our micro business loan program. And that's to truly help um, these small business owners that, you know, would have less than 10 full-time employees. They're making, you know, less than $1.5 in revenue each year. And um, it's to just give them access to capital. Um, and we're going to allow startups to actually participate in this program, too. That's something we typically haven't done previously at EDA. So we're going to put up a million dollars to kind of see... Where this goes, uh, we've taken our small business fund and we've cut it in half, and then that's essentially what this program is. So knowing that these are going to be some riskier funds that are going out there, you guys are comfortable with that, knowing that we're going to be supporting these smaller businesses that traditionally have not had access to capital or resources before. Um, this is game-changing. This it is, is huge. It really is. So, I mean, I just feel like as part of a need from an economic development authority, we should just kind of see where it goes. Um, it's going to be a million dollars, so it is truly risk capital. Um but I feel like for startups, it's very hard for them to find someone who's going to borrow to them, but not at this exorbitant That's rate. Right. 
So this would be potentially a 2% rate. And um, depending on underwriting terms, uh, you know, not everyone's going to qualify, but if a startup has gone through their small business development center counseling sessions or an entrepreneurship program, they would be eligible because through those programs, you get all the basics. You get your financials, you get your business plan. And then that's how we would approve the underwriting process through this. But um, I feel like this is something we should just kind of see where it goes and hopefully, um, you know, proves my arguments right. <laughs> I don't know. But, um, you know, I just, I feel like, you know, it would definitely be a resource that's going to be utilized. And, you know, it would be eligible for working capital and equipment purchases at this time only because it's a pilot program. It's going to be a little bit, you know, cinched down yeah. um, because it is only a million and statewide. So we can't really... But it's the the first time that we're doing this in the state, especially with an organization like EDA. So I will just say for all the micro businesses, for all the small business owners out there, you guys really do have a fighter on the inside advocating for your best interest. So just know that I think that's really awesome. Um, Another key aspect of Governor Murphy's plan is building a fairer New Jersey economy by creating opportunities for people that have been left behind or marginalized. How does EDA prioritize and promote fairness in its small business program? So um, part of our approach in starting up this whole department was really focusing on um, targeted chambers and where can we focus our efforts and really helping teach people about the resources that are available. So what we did was we joined six new chambers and these chambers really help us kind of get into the communities to Mm -hmm. understand and to really relate to these issues that people are struggling against. Um, African-American Chamber, John Harmon has been I very helpful. I heard you were on his podcast. You got to yeah. tell me, competitive, <laughs> who's is better, John Harmon's <laughs> or EDA? Don't forget you work here. <laughs> so, of course, EDA, right? Uh, no, John is, um, he's always entertaining, and um, I enjoyed speaking with him as well and because he's out there really trying to help yeah. as well. Uh, so we partner with him on the bonding readiness program, which will be starting our second classes up shortly, and uh, we'll be doing some recruitment for those classes. Awesome. And so hopefully, as soon as we get the dates on those, um, we'll do them all throughout the state too, because we really—it's such a great program and it's free. What so, is it? Go into a little bit of details about what this program is. So what the program does is it really helps kind of teach a small business owner how to access contracts through the state. And it's a little bit more than that, though, because they could potentially come out bonded and ready to go to compete for contracts. But it helps the business owner learn about getting all their ducks in a row, making sure, um, you know, sometimes they have a business plan, but they think it's great and not really (laughs) great. And then they can't understand why they can't get approved for a loan or bonded. And it's because sometimes you have to have a new set of eyes looking at your documents. And this is what it really does. And it provides that technical assistance that small business owners need to get themselves in the right position. I love that. So more than just hand-holding, it really is a true partnership, which I think is a fantastic way to have a point of entry for new companies coming into this space. So Yeah, and this year they're going to offer it in three different locations. So they're going to have it um, up in Jersey City, then they're going to have it also in Camden and Atlantic City. We covered our bases, North, South, Central Jersey, because that matters in this state. Yes, it does. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And just, is there anything you want to add to? I know you guys are also working with the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce as well, veterans as well. So there's a whole new LGBTQ. LGBTQ. There's a whole new footprint. Yeah. So we've really have, you know, we've taken all the targeted chambers and that's who we're trying to build their relationships with. We have employees that speak um, Spanish, so it's very important for us to be at all events. 
So they're attending any kind of, the Hispanic chamber is very active in holding various events for anyone who's, and they also have a great entrepreneurship program too. Um, and they just, you know, they support Hispanic and Latino business owners in every way possible. So we want to make sure we're kind of feeding off that and working mm -hmm. as partners. And that's really what it's all about is identifying the partners that best suit EDA. So, Christina, you have given us a ton of information, a ton of resources. If small business owners want to be able to reach somebody directly at EDA, how do they do that? So a great way to reach out to EDA is to uh, call our contact center. And the contact center can be reached at 609-858-6767. Say that number one more time because yeah, that's what fast. they're going to want. 609-858-6767. And the benefit of that is uh, someone will take all your information and they'll connect you uh, to our department so then someone can do the necessary outreach to get the necessary information and to understand your situation and then put you in contact with the right person here at EDA. Um, but you can also go on njeda.com and learn about additional resources and information. Like a, a lot of the things I spoke about today are listed there too. So this is almost the end of year one. Uh, next year, top this. So you I know. <laughs> I know. I've already got I already got ideas, though. That's the, yeah. So, I mean, I'm really looking to do a lot of um, new and exciting things that EDA hasn't really done. Push them. Yeah. And that's what I'm just really wanting to help kind of have um, business plan pitches and sponsorships and just all these ways to help small business owners that are truly just trying to struggle and accomplish their dreams. But then also, you know, you know, I feel like throughout the state, that's what makes up this state and what makes it so great is the fact that we have so many small business owners that are true entrepreneurs looking to just advance their life and have a better life. Well, there is no better note to end on than that one. Christina Fuentes, Director of Small Business Services, thank you so much. Thank you.